after a little bit of a hiatus, we are back with conversations with Carrie. And I just had to take some time for myself to try to adjust to my new normal with the COVID-19 outbreak and the change that has occurred with all of our lives. So I am here quarantined with my husband, Barrett. And so we're just going to kind of chat and catch up with what's been going on with our lives. So Barrett, let's talk about your life. Um, How's it going? It's basically the same, except you're more annoyed when I get home. (laughs) That's true. Um, You are still going to work, still as essential as ever. Yes. Yes. And um, since you do go to work, you are our point person to get groceries and to run any essential errands that we need. So you are still out in the world. Yes, basically, since I have to go to work, you are much more willing to risk my death than yours (laughs) children's. Yes, waiting for that life insurance policy. So the big difference I would say for you is your hands are definitely cracked and dry from all of the hand washing. Mm -hmm. And you shower much more than your typical once a day shower. Because I make you shower right when you get home from work. Yep. And now that we're in the process of moving, after I shower from work, I get sweaty again moving stuff. (laughs) and uh, Shower more. Shower either again that night or the next morning. Yep. So your life is pretty much the same. I have been home with my two kids. Um, I've been working from home as a teacher, which um, my job just does not function well from home. Um, teaching kids ha- is definitely something that requires a human connection and doing it virtually just is not as effective as being in person, but we're making it work. Um, however, along with working from home, I'm also teaching my own kids and helping them. And how would you say that's going? I would say that it is going, you're very irritated by the time I get home from work. Yes, I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, kudos to everybody who does, that's never been my thing. Um, and I, there's a reason that they don't let teachers' kids in their same classroom that they teach in. And now I know why that is, because it is pretty much impossible to teach your kids at home when you are supposed to be the parent and not the teacher. Um, I definitely, I, I totally get that this whole distance learning in a crisis is really not even the same thing as homeschooling, but um, a lot of people are comparing it to that. And this, um, if this is what it's like, I'm not good at it. So there's that. Um, I also run the household now, not that I never did. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but I'm, um, like, cooking a lot more. I would say that's one of the things that stayed the same, you running the household. Yeah. But, yeah, you are cooking a little more often. A little more? We've not had any outside food for a month. Yeah, I really, really miss fast food. <laughs> I know, I know. But, like, I'm cooking three meals a day. Okay, two meals, because we won't count the cereal the kids get themselves <laughs> most mornings. Although some mornings I do three meals a day, but... Like, two meals a day, every day, that's a lot. And you do typically have your late-night meal, so sometimes it's four times a day, (laughs) if you count microwaving pizza rolls. (laughs) 
I have eaten like 19 tons of pizza rolls <laughs> during the yes. quarantine. Yes. We pretend that <laughs> it's our, well, your son who is eating us out of house and home it's during me. the quarantine, but it's actually. I'm totally stress eating everything. Yes. I um, haven't been handling quarantine well every day. And I'm definitely stress eating and coping with eating, um, which I saw on some inter- Instagram posts that this quarantine is bringing up a lot of um, eating, eating disorder, disorder issues. Triggers. Yeah, and triggers. And having been someone who has battled that throughout my life, um, it's been tough, especially because I haven't had any issues and not a lot of body image issues that's something I really worked through um in my late 20s and early 30s and I was in a really good place and then quarantine came and um here I am facing it all again so that has been difficult um but you know what we do what we need to do to survive and so if I have to eat pizza rolls every day for a month then that's what has to happen so that we're all happy absolutely (laughs) Oh, you'll just keep going to the store and picking them up for me. Oh, of course, sweetheart. Um, But yeah, so, and I I think I mentioned this before, but I've always been just a really busy person. And now I'm definitely doing better now that I'm working from home. That little break we took in between closing schools and then beginning distance learning was probably a little bit harder in some ways. Now it's just harder because I'm definitely putting in way more hours than... I normally would be because this is so different. Um, but yeah, so it's just been, there's been a lot of stress on my end of trying to figure out how to manage everything in such a different world. Yes. And you're doing a wonderful job. You really are. You're really gunning for the husband of the year award. No, I mean, you get your stuff done, which is trying to instruct 50 kids online. Yeah. You also take care of making sure that your two kids in the house Mm -hmm. are getting their things done. Right. You're making sure things get done around the house. You're making sure things are ready to go for our move. Right. Since we're moving in the middle of a pandemic. Right. You are... Just really on top of everything. Well, thank and you. And it's admirable. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying. But you are miserable. I am. By the time I get <laughs> home from work. Yes. I need a little me time. <laughs> so, um, Basically, I come through the door whistling Dixie and you throw a shoe at my head. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, yeah. Or a child. <laughs> um, but speaking, like you said, we are moving in the middle of everything. We... Sold our house literally right before the state got locked down. And um, the new buyer was kind enough to let us rent for an extra month knowing that we had a few more things to do in the purchase of our new home. Um, And we ended up, we had most of like the in-person stuff done. We really, the only thing we had left was to sign all the paperwork. And that was such an interesting experience in a pandemic because I have purchased a home before. You have not. Correct. Um, and I kind of, I just wish you would have gotten the actual experience and then the pandemic experience because it was so different. 
Um, I, when I did this 11 years ago, you know, you sit in the, in a big conference room and there are realtors and the title company and, um, the, you know, sometimes the sellers are there, sometimes they're not. Um, but there's all these papers and you're just going through and signing everything. And that was not our experience at all. We settled in our new house because it had been vacant so there was no one who had been in there for a while. So we knew it was a safe space to be. And we brought our own six foot table so that we could sit on each end and be at least six feet away from the one person who was allowed to be there. We brought our own pens. We wore masks as we signed all of the paperwork. Um, and then, you know, we, there was no handshaking. There was just like, here's the papers, sign them with your own pens Everybody do this as quickly as possible and let's be done so we don't have to breathe each other's air. Yeah, and I was sort of fine with that. I've One thing that has not bothered me throughout this quarantine mm-hmm. is um, not seeing people. Because you're I'm, an introvert. I've always been an introvert and I've always been more content and settled when there's not people around. So... I've really enjoyed this. I know, and I am like dying to have human contact again. <laughs> I've planned like 26 big parties we're going to have as soon as this is over. Yes. Our, <laughs> our housewarming party will be... Everyone's invited. Yeah. If you're listening, you're invited. Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're... Because <laughs> I need to be around people. But yeah, you're really enjoying it. So you're like, great, no one's here. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where, where's everyone? But, um, but yeah, so we settled a little bit of a different process, but so we have a home, which is really good. Our home inspection required a little more work than we expected. Yes. However, the silver lining in that is that it's all work that we are able to afford, which is great. And it's all work that we're able to give to small businesses locally and um, some of those businesses are owned by families that we're friends with. And so we're really happy to give back that way, which that's been kind of a, a silver lining in all of this. And we were able to settle on the new place with, um, what, two and a half weeks to go before yep. we had to be out of our current home. Yep. And that gives us time to do those repairs right. and replacements. Mm-hmm. Um before we're in the house. Which is great because a lot of the local small businesses are only allowed to work on places that are vacant or they have very strict guidelines for that. And since our house was vacant, they are allowed to work in it, which has really worked out in our benefit. Mm-hmm. We didn't know that, you know, when we purchased it. But um, so it's been really nice that a lot of that work um, we've been able to have started and they'll be finished before we even move in, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also done some of our own home improvements. Yes. You are the master at exchanging light fixtures and putting in... We usually just say change. Cha- exchanging? No, just changing. Just changing. Oh, I like it. Exchanging makes me sound Swapping smart. Swapping out. <laughs> Swapping out. Upgrading. Um, yeah, upgrading definitely, our, upgrading, definitely upgrading because, um, we have some straight up gold light fixtures all over that house. Um, 1980s style. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say nineties, you know, they, most of the house was built in 97 and they kind of stuck with the original everything there. Um, and so 
you are the master at changing the light fixtures mm-hmm. and building and putting together all of the new shelving and all that kind of stuff that I've purchased. I, I am the master at purchasing. And I am apparently <laughs> the master of carrying boxes and boxes of books. It is so strange how my car. arms just don't work when there are boxes around. Mm-hmm. Like they, I don't know, like I cannot lift them. No, hold on. I have to <laughs> I have to organize these shoes that you brought in. Why can't that was anyone... something that needed to be done immediately while I Why was carrying any, boxes and boxes Why can't anyone find mommy? Because <laughs> mommy's locked in the garage <laughs> organizing shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did do a really big job. Yes, you did. You completely refinished the cabinetry in our kitchen i did i which did which is we we went from a small kitchen to a very big kitchen yes with a lot of cabinets and drawers and <laughs> yes oh my goodness that was a big job and you did it in the span of three days yep with the help of your parents because your parents are godsends i know that there are people out there who maybe don't feel that way about their in-laws i love my in-laws my in-laws are the best people we are blessed to have like my in-laws and my mom like everybody gets along and just great just so everyone knows i love my mother-in-law as well (laughs) yes yes she's amazing yes we all get along um and so it has just been so nice my mom um has dropped some stuff off she had the one of the new light fixtures sent Mm -hmm us mm-hmm. as a as a um, housewarming gift my in-laws have gone over when we're not there and they help out um and so we got all of the kitchen finished within three days um several hours of sanding and painting the cabinets but it cost us under 150 dollars yes and it made a huge difference in the kitchen and the really the whole house oh yeah because of the open floor plan it really just changes the look of everything. Right. So, and we want kind of more of a modern look. And when we bought the house, what would the look be? What would you say? 1990s <laughs> base price. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we definitely upgraded quite a bit already. Mm-hmm. Um, and done it ourselves and for, um, on a budget because we're putting our money towards some bigger, um, replacements that need to happen just to give us peace of mind, especially we could have made repairs or replaced. And just for our peace of mind, we've chosen to replace Yes, because we're able to, um, and it's just, it's what's best for our house and our family right now. So we have a big move coming up in a week and a half. So that's taken up yes. a lot of our time. Um, in the midst of the pandemic, however, since we are, this is our second marriage and we have a blended family, we have to co-parent during quarantine. And this is also something that has been a huge issue um, that I have read a lot about. It's been really, really interesting to kind of see everybody's point of view and to see some of the horrible things that are happening because of it. Yes. Um, but so how would you say your co-parenting is going during quarantine? Mine hasn't changed much. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, you know, instead of picking the kids up from school, I pick them up from their mom's house. Mm-hmm. Instead of dropping the kids off at school, I drop them off at their mom's house. Right, right. So it really hasn't affected us. Yeah. And given that she's working from home. Right. You know, she already worked from home before all yeah. of this. So, yeah. Um, and she's following the social distancing guidelines as far as we know and everything. So, yes. like, 
when both homes are doing that, it makes co-parenting a lot easier. And I know that's not the case for everybody, but you mm-hmm. guys are, are lucky to have that. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know one thing that kind of threw a wrench into your co-parenting was me getting sick. Yeah, we had a <laughs> close call. Um, I got a sore we- throat. About two weeks ago? Yeah, just a week, about a week and a half. week and a half ago? Yeah, week Beginning, uh, Beginnings like Sunday, two, Monday of last week. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Or no, the week before. It was like two weeks ago because I took 10 days of antibiotics. So. Oh my goodness. Whatever. But anyways, days long story short, blend. I got a fever and a sore throat and a headache. Um, the headache, it turned out, was because I didn't take one of my daily meds, but I didn't realize that until after I talked to the doctor. Um, <laughs> but... Mm-hmm. But then I got a sore throat and a fever and panicked and called to, called several doctors, including my own primary physician. None of them thought it was COVID-19. But I thought maybe, you know, we have to be safe. So I would call and check. Yes. Um, and, and it was like right before you were going to get your kids. And, and their mom and I, you know, quick email back and forth. Right. Sorted everything out. Right. And it was all good. And... Um, She's trusting enough that when it came to, you know, we didn't, I didn't get my kids that time. Right. But and that the was, next, we, we kind of all decided that up, was the best thing because we didn't know really yeah. would the antibiotics work because it wasn't COVID-19 right. or were we going to find out it was worse. But, you know, we worked together. We got through that and she's trusting right. enough to... Let them come back over. Right. Because the antibiotics <laughs> worked. And within two days, I was good. Um, and it was just, it was really interesting because normally when somebody in our family would get sick, it wouldn't really be, I mean, obviously you'd let the other parent know like, hey, somebody was sick or we had right. an incident a couple of years ago where my daughter came home from her dad's and she had head lice. And we let your ex-wife know right away because the kids had been there and whatever. And that's mm-hmm. just like the the respectful thing to do. Um, and thankfully, nobody else got it. It was taking care of it. It, it happens. Um, but same thing. Like normally you're like, oh, hey, somebody's sick just in case. Um, but in this situation, it was like, okay, Carrie's sick and no one can be around her. Like we and didn't. no one can be around the people that you've been around. Exactly. Like we needed, we had to keep my kids away from me. I was quarantined to my room for a couple of days. You were to wear a mask when you're around me and mm-hmm. I had to wear a mask. We asked like, you know, we said we're not going to take your kids that day because we wanted to be safe and not be around them right. just in case. We had you super quarantined to right. yourself. And then there was sort of a second wall around your kids and I. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you weren't even allowed to go to work at that point for a day. Um, nope, I had to take a forced day off. Yep. And then thankfully the antibiotics kicked in real quick because it wasn't COVID-19. Um, and that thankfully it did because that lessened a lot of the anxiety for all of us. Yes. Um, I got better quickly, finished my round of antibiotics, and everything has been fine since. And I um, was able to go back to work. <laughs> exactly. And I could not wait to get there after <laughs> one day stuck at home. Exactly. So you feel my pain. Um, but yeah, uh, so your co-parenting has gone, you know, pretty much same as every other day. Yep. Um, my co-parenting has changed, however. Um, yes. My ex-husband and I just worked out a new custody agreement right before COVID-19 hit. And we were all ready to go with that. And then this happened, which wouldn't have changed much, except he works in healthcare, and so does his wife. And so... Um, yes, we, he actually works in a 
major hospital. Right. Um, and so we right away agreed that, and we co-parent really well together. We agreed the best thing for our kids would be for them to stay with me until this all kind of shakes out and we see what's really happening. Um, and so we've had my kids a hundred percent of the time. He stays in touch, uh, via zoom because he doesn't have an iPhone, so we can't FaceTime. Um, and then he and I pretty much talk every day anyways. We always have. Um, and I keep him updated on the kids and he fills me in on anything, which really isn't, isn't much. Um, but just, you know, it's really important to me for my, my kid's dad to be involved and to be, um, updated on what's going on with them. And so we, we talk a lot and he talks to the kids. However, Recently, the last couple of days have been really, really difficult for my kids. Yes. Really difficult. Um, and honestly, you're in kind of a, a weird position because you've kind of become the full-time dad for my kids. And you have mentioned a couple of times how that is just an awkward place to be because you're not their dad. You've never, you know, you've never tried to overstep boundaries. You've never tried to be their dad. You totally accept and recognize their dad's role. He is very cool about your role as a stepfather. And he's very grateful for all you do for our kids. Um, and then suddenly it's kind of like roles reversed almost, uh, forced <laughs> where our kids will like talk a lot about you to him and that's that's put you in an odd position. Yeah, and one that I really hate being in because I know if I were in his position with my own kids, it would be devastating that I couldn't be there with them through this time. I mean, he just he just missed Easter with them. Right, right. And it was his holiday. Like, and he missed that. Um and I will give him all the credit in the world for that. Like, he he might get the Dot of the Year award for making the sacrifice for our kids. Absolutely. Um, And he just, like, I just have to, I hate to say this because I know that the relationship that I have with my ex-husband and that the three of us and even his wife, the four of us have, is not typical. Correct. It is not the norm. Um. But we all get along and we all work together to do what's best for my two kids. And even through this pandemic, like that has been such a blessing. It's like no one writes in their custody agreement what what the guidelines are for a pandemic. And so just thinking about that, um, I just feel I'm very, very blessed no, I shouldn't say I'm blessed because I worked really hard to get this co-parenting relationship, as you know. Yes, I know. <laughs> I've made sacrifices of my own and my ex-husband is not my favorite person. Um, and But he is someone that I greatly respect as my children's father. Um, and so it's just worked out really well for us overall, including the pandemic. And I have said to him... When this is over, I don't care what day it is, whose day it is according to the custody agreement, you can have the kids. Yes, absolutely. Especially on school days. <laughs> right. 
right now. And you know what though? I wouldn't totally expect him not to do schoolwork with them. Like hang out with them, do whatever you want, bond with them. I mean, if you want to do schoolwork, great, but I would never ask that of him. I would just want him to spend that time with them. Um, I know even speaking of today, my kids had a really hard day with the fact that they haven't seen their dad for a month. Um, and I emailed their teachers and just said, you know what? We can't do school today. Like we just can't, I need to worry about their mental health and I need to take care of them and what they're going through. And God bless their teachers. All three that I had to contact were like, do it mom. Like whatever you need, we're here for it. You know, what's important. We know what's important. Our assignments can wait. And I was so grateful for that. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's the attitude that you have had as a teacher. Cause you have had kids and parents contact oh, you yeah. already about, about the same thing. Right. Just needing a break. Right. This is such a stressful time for everyone. Exactly. And it's a new world for everyone. Yep. I don't, nobody knows how to deal with it. Like nobody knows. And I, cause I've no. had teachers who, that I work with who have been like, well, you know, they have to do our work. And I've had to be the one who, who said to them, okay, actually I have two school age kids. And let me tell you how hard it is to be a working mom from home with no support because her husband is at work or maybe you're a single mom and you're trying to get everything done it's nearly impossible. Um, so I get where these parents are coming from. I've, I've had the same conversations with my own students' families. And I was just, I always try to be the teacher that I, I would want for my own kids. And it was just so, not that I already didn't know. I know that my kids' teachers are amazing. Um, I'm, we're, I'm so blessed that my kids go to the school that they go to. And we purposely bought a house. Like I would not leave the, the elementary school that they're in mm -hmm. because of that. Um, and just to have them send these reaffirming messages and they just care so much about who my kids are as people and not just getting their assignments done. Like they get it. And so that's a whole nother episode that maybe we should do sometime. Um, but so, yeah, so one of, um, so that's kind of how our co-parenting situations have gone. Um, both are totally, you know, pretty good overall. Um, and, just a little bit different on my end with our scheduling. Uh, I know my ex-husband and my kids are looking forward to seeing each other again, whenever that may be. But so since everybody is stressed out, let's talk about self-care. What do you think about self-care during quarantine? I think it's hard to get my alone time for my self-care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's been important for you and I to spend quality time together. Right. Whether that's having a conversation about our days mm -hmm. and really listening to each other. Mm -hmm. Or if it's getting on Zoom and doing couples trivia. Oh my God, we have to talk about that because it's our so friends. much fun. Our friends um, have, we've kind of arranged to have a weekly trivia night where... Couples take turns hosting by basically creating the Zoom link and then mm -hmm. coming up with the theme and the questions. So what was our, our first theme was general trivia. And then do you remember what Gary and Abby did? Stupid Christmas trivia. <laughs> Christmas trivia. We did not do well on that one. No. Um, that is a 
blind spot for me. Exactly. And then they're... Okay, so last night they did... 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s pop culture, which we missed because I needed a little self-care. Somebody was being difficult. Yeah, I had a really hard day and I just knew like I was done. And so I went to bed at 8.30, out, just done. And uh, skipped out on trivia because I I couldn't do it. I needed to sleep. Um, So yeah, and so then we have next week is Disney trivia. Um, But so that's a really fun way if you're looking for something to do with your friends like virtual however you do it you know via facebook messenger or zoom trivia is really fun um so we do that we make sure that we have at least mm-hmm. one date night a week doing that um sometimes i go to bed early like last night which <laughs> is my self care um and just making sure we get enough sleep which has been really hard for me yeah yeah, I, you toss and turn all I, night, yeah, every night. Which was not the case before COVID-19. But I think because of all of the effects that it's had on me, I am having a lot of difficulty falling asleep. I can stay asleep for the most part, but falling asleep has been really, really hard. So, um... I've been exhausted by the end of every day. So, I actually sleep really well. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm finding that my outlet for self-care has been sports documentaries. Really? Yeah, if you haven't noticed, a few Michael Jordan things lead, because I'm really excited for the The Last Dance, which is like the 10 or 8 part, 10 hour documentary Mm -hmm. about him in his last season. Um, We'll be watching that. By will, he means he will. Yes. Uh, I watched... uh, the Usain Bolt documentary. Right, because you try to make the kids watch that. Well, I didn't care if they watched it or not. <laughs> I needed it. Yeah. Um, and there are a few other ones I have on, on our Netflix list and I've watched on Prime. And I think it's the... There's always an inspiring story in there. Mm-hmm. And I, you need that hope right now and the yeah. inspiration. That's true. And, you know, it's always uplifting. It's a little... You're like a sports fanatic to begin with. So how's it been not having sports? Really hard. Um, Thank goodness the NFL is carrying on with its offseason. Because without that, there would be really no news. I mean... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) COVID-19. I mean, sports-wise, there would be nothing to follow. Yeah. Um, I know, you know. How would you live? My, what's it like living without sports? News? Oh wait, hold on. That's my life. Yeah. <laughs> Your life is sad. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had a little bit of sports but to to follow. I've, I've at least had yeah. The NFL has given me a little bit to just you know just enough. And then sports documentaries. I haven't gotten to to watch a lot of the classic broadcasts that um, CBS and ESPN and mm-hmm. other right. uh, sports networks are are doing on mm-hmm. the weekends because we've had this move thing. And right. Um, Do you think NFL is going to happen like this fall? Some version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, are they going to play virtual games? <laughs> I think you're going to start to see, I think, late 
summer, I think you'll start to see some sports start to come mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you really think people? Most are... notably, I think I think it'll start in Europe and come mm-hmm. come across the Atlantic. Yeah, because we're a few weeks behind, so that makes sense. Yeah, and do you so think people are going to soccer. buy tickets and go be in big arenas and yes. stadiums? Yes, really, and I I really do. I personally, when they reopen us, when they allow us to come out of lockdown, we're not leaving. I I know. <laughs> like we're going to be on lockdown for an I know extended I won't period go, of time. But I think I think you'll see. When they do open up arenas to fans, because I don't mm-hmm. think it'll happen right away, mm-hmm. but I think when they do, there'll be staggered seating. Yeah, that's true. You know, I you're really going to have your social distancing. I really hope they do. Um, and I'm sure they'll do the same thing with movies and right, whatever right. else. Yeah. Yeah, their restaurants are talking about doing half capacity. Yeah, so I did. They can I have saw that. Distancing. I read something about that. Oh my god, With I want to go to a restaurant so badly. I need to go out to eat a steak. Oh my god, I a know. A big, juicy steak that I didn't have to make. I need to go out and sit in a restaurant with other people and make friends with the waitress, because I typically do, or the waiter. Yeah, it's terribly annoying. Uh, by the time we leave a restaurant, I have everybody's phone number and a party planned, and I cannot wait for that time again. I can. <laughs> See, I can't. I can. <laughs> yeah. So again, quarantine forever. <laughs> no. So um, something else I do sometimes I take walks with the kids. I take breaks. Showers have become my go-to self-care thing. I never thought I would look so forward to a shower. Yeah, I don't look forward to those at all right now. Well, that's because you're doing it like twelve times a day. I but know it's awful. I. I know a lot of people are posting out there about like, well, I haven't showered in six days or whatever. And good for you. If you, I mean, like, that, whatever works for you. But for me, I, like, the shower, for whatever reason, is so refreshing. And it's, like, that 15 minutes of alone time where I'm just by myself. And I, either in silence or we have speakers in the bathroom. So I can either, like, have a podcast or music on or whatever I need at that point. So that's definitely some self-care for me as well. So... Yeah, I bet you're rocking out to your daughter's Descendants playlist. I actually love the Descendants playlist. I was just thinking about that today. Um, The podcast is actually a form of self-care too, which I let go for a little bit with when just trying to figure out the new normal. But I have been asking you for several days now to do a new podcast episode with me Mm -hmm. because this is is self-care for me. And I would like to bring it back weekly like I had before. Uh, now that we're kind of settling into our new routine. Yes, our new routine of moving every night. I know, right? Something else that my friends and I did is that we signed up for that free Yale course about happiness and how to be happier in your life. Well, I hope you find it. You're my happiness. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we have a little group chat going on to talk about what we learn. And I'm really excited. Uh, we also talked about getting shirts made, saying that we went to Yale. So, congratulations. You're in Eli now. I know. Congratulations to Yale for marrying me, who went to Yale. I mean, Ivy League or bust, really. <laughs> exactly. But, so those are just some of the ways that we've taken care of ourselves during quarantine and during COVID-19. Um, but anything else you want to add, Barrett? 
Uh, no, I'm pretty good right now. You're good? Okay. Well, then until next time, we'll see you later on Conversations with Carrie.